I would argue that one of the books of the Bible that we should be familiar with, intimately familiar with, is the book of Job. The book of Job is the story of a, of a man, Job, who went through very difficult testing in his life. Literally, the devil came and tested him. And we see a very human reaction to this testing, with one exception. Job trusted God. And many of us have had times where we have felt like Job, where we're at the end of our rope. We might say like he does, is not man's life on earth a drudgery? Is not our life just a burden, a drag? It just drags down on us. And when Job said this, he was going through the most difficult time of his life. He had lost everything. He had lost family. He lost wealth. He lost possessions. He lost land. He lost everything. He lost his health even. It got so bad that some of his friends actually told him to curse God and die. How's that for friends? Oh, things are going pretty tough for you, huh? Just give it up. But yet he didn't. Yeah, he got corrected by God when he was a little upset, but he still trusted God. I'm sure we've all had times in our lives when it's been difficult, when it's been painful, when we've suffered. And you just kind of go through the paces of life. You just kind of, one step after another, drag along. There's no real joy during those moments. Just difficulty. That's all we can see. One of those times when it's a drudgery just to get out of bed in the morning. You just don't even want to get up. You just want to roll over and go back to sleep. We've had those times. We've all experienced those, I'm sure. But you know, there's also times too when life is a drudgery because we're just bored with it. It's not that life is difficult, it's just dull. There's nothing exciting. Again, there's, we have so much we can do in our world today and absolutely no energy to do it. I mean, we have lots of options for entertainment. We've got lots of options for recreation, for hobbies, for jobs, for everything we want to do. And we're just kind of like, eh. You know, there's a, a song put out by Bruce Springsteen a couple of decades ago, I think. 57 channels and nothing on is the line. You know, of course, we immediately think of the cable, your cable channel. Now, nowadays, it's 507 channels and streaming services and nothing on. It hasn't changed that much. We just have more options of nothing on. But that's not, of course, what Bruce Springsteen is talking about is the lack of choice in cable. There's a line later on in the song, bye-bye, John, our love is 57 channels in nothing on. It's that boredom with the relationship, that boredom with life. You know, our relationship is so boring, there's nothing to it. No spark, no energy. But even at those moments, 
when we are at the bottom or we are bored, there's a joy that is available to us that we can't always see. We can't always understand. It's the true joy that comes from our Lord. It's a joy that we can't get from our entertainment. It's a joy we can't get from our things, our hobbies, our recreations, even other people. It's a joy that comes from our Lord. It's a joy that our Lord himself had. Now, this true joy isn't always happiness. There are times in our lives when we can experience this joy even in the midst of sorrow and grief. I think of, of families I've known, including my own, where there is a death in the family, but it's almost a relief and a joy because they have been suffering for so long. It has been so difficult for them. We're almost overjoyed that that finally has ended. I said, I've seen it in my family. I'm sure many of you have as well. Yes, there's the sorrow. There's the grief of the loss of this loved one. But there's still that joy that comes with knowing that they're at peace. They're no longer struggling. This is what Job had. Job had the joy of trusting in God. He knew that if he trusted in God, that it would be made right. And he had the joy that comes from that. He even says at one point, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is that joy, being able to say that. Our Lord himself, as I said, showed this joy in his life. You know, I love those images you'll see where our Lord is smiling. You know, it's not a stern Lord, King. He's smiling. Um, the, and the movie, The Passion of the Christ, I think really showed that in its flashbacks. You know, if you remember that movie, there are several flashbacks. And there's one in particular I love is he's working on a table and chairs. And of course, this is as we understand table and chairs, you know, you know, what we consider traditional table and chairs. Now, at the time of our Lord, they ate at a low table, kneeling or laying down. And so you see, our, you see Mary, our lady, come up and she's trying to figure out how this works when you're eating. And then later on, you know, she has, our Lord has to wash his hands because it's time for supper. And he's washing his hands and he splashes her. You know, that kind of thing. I'd heard, you know, kind of another, uh, another a professor say that, yeah, when, when they're at the, you know, the woman at the well, the story of the woman at the well, our Lord did that to Peter. They're sitting at the well and Peter's there and he just kind of goes, splashes up a little bit. That's the joy our Lord had. Now, he knew why he came to earth to die on the cross. He knew his life was going to end brutally, but he still had that joy we can have that joy in our difficult times in our lives in our pains and our sorrows we can have that joy we just turn to our lord we ask our lord for that joy 
And when we receive that joy from him, and we will, if we ask for it, we will receive it. We can then share it with others. This is what St. Paul understood. That the joy we receive from God, we are not to keep for ourselves, but we are to share it with others. St. Paul wrote, All this I do for the sake of the gospel, so that I too may have a share in it. Everything he went through, everything he did, the, the struggles and the suffering that he undertook, he did it all out of love for God, out of the joy for God. And you know, there are many around us who need to hear of this joy. Because we live in such a joyless world. It's as gray as, well, the sky's outside today. You know, it's funny how we talk about enjoying life, but so many things that people do to enjoy life don't really bring joy. might bring happiness, satisfaction for a while, but not real joy. And even when we're in those great difficulties and we have people around us who are in those great difficulties, those great pains, those sufferings, we can bring that joy to them so that they can find it in God, as Job did. Yesterday, I listened to a podcast by Micro, like a radio show by Micro, you know, uh, Dirty Jobs, the guy who did Dirty Jobs, Greatest Catch, or Deadliest Catch, excuse me. And he was interviewing the actor Neil McDonough. If you've seen Band of Brothers, you, you've seen Neil McDonough. He's one of the main characters in that show but he's he's an actor you've seen all over the place and he almost always plays the villain the bad guy um he's good at being the bad guy he's good at being bad he's a very solid catholic married with five children and his faith is important to him and on this podcast he was talking about how he really, his life went, got straight. He got his head on straight to what he wanted to do. This was as a teenager when he went to a Catholic youth retreat. That shows the kind of you know, person he is. Well, he goes, he becomes an actor, and he's a famous actor. He's a well-known actor. Again, I guarantee you, you've seen something from him at one point or another. And there comes to a point when he is asked to do a romantic scene. And he says, I will not kiss another woman other than my wife, and I will not do a sex scene. And he was blacklisted from Hollywood because he made that choice with his faith. Hollywood not, would not hire him for a soap commercial. And he lost a lot. He lost his house. He lost his car. You know, they, they were... It's the way he made it, he didn't get explicit, but they made it sound like they're on almost the point of homelessness, absolute homelessness because of this. And he had a Job moment where he turned, turned to our Lord in trust. And then the job offer started coming in again. He started having movie studios starting to call him again. And now he's back working actively in uh, Hollywood. And during this podcast, throughout the podcast, not just one little line, but throughout the podcast, 
he talked about his faith in God and how God brought him back from the brink, brought him back from that time of despair, brought him back from alcohol, being an alcoholic, and so on. And he talked about it with great joy. You can see that he was joyful in talking about God. And he talked about how his belief in God influences what he does today in choosing movies and TV shows to be in. And again, with joy. You can see that it was, he, it brought him joy. Our God brought him joy. That's how it should be for us. We should be willing to turn to God for his joy. We should be willing to talk about and to share that joy with those around us. Because there are those out there who need it. We may be them. We may be the ones who need that joy. May we truly put our trust in God so we can receive his joy and proclaim that joy to the world.